Thanks for tuning in to The Real Deal Show, brought to you by ebodyboarding.com and Tribe Boards. Hey everybody, Jay and Vicky Real coming at you with another episode of The Real Deal Show. And uh, just before I hit the record button, Vicky decided to rearrange my set. She never likes the way I have this set up. So we'd love to hear your comments. <laughs> Jay, always below wants, Jay wants to get it done. On the quality of this. I spent <laughs> 10 minutes setting this up, Vicky. You did a great job. Yeah, that's. You look so good. Vicky. Not sincere. You're patronizing me. All right. But uh, I digress. On we go to the content of this show. So right now, today happens to be. March 15, 2023, as we record this, and we just returned from Tavi Tube Tour 2023. Vicki, explain what, first of all, what Tavi Tube Tour is. Tavi, Tavi oh Tube Tour. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, wasn't ready for that question. No, Tavi is short for Tavarua. We go there every year and we bring. Where is Tavarua? Tavarua, Fiji. An island just off the coast of Nadi, the capital. Is it a capital? No. Suva oh, is yeah, the capital of Fiji, yeah. and the island is Viti Levu. Well, so. we fly into Nadi. Okay. I'm pedantic. Yeah, people. he is. And it's to okay. a fault. It's great that you're pedantic. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> this is our therapy session, people. I'm like, can we start again? No, it's all good. Um, <laughs> So we bring a bunch of passionate surfers and bodyboarders with us and we take over the whole island. It's freaking awesome. So what else can I say? It's a Okay, so I, I'll get a little more into detail. Thank you for the intro to the Tavi <laughs> Tube Tour. So um, if you've never heard of it, Tavarua is, as Vicky mentioned, a small island off the coast of Viti Levu, which is... Uh, uh, the, the, one of the larger islands in the Fijian island group. There's over 300 islands in the Fiji islands. Um, Viti Levu is, I think, the second largest island after Vana Levu. So the capital city, Suva, is on that island. Nadi, which is the second largest city in the country, is also on that island. So we fly into Nadi, and you actually boat out to this little island. It's 25 acres. It's a tiny little sand island with coconut trees on it. And it's called Tavarua. Um, it was discovered in the 80s by a couple of American surfers, at least as a surf destination, I should say. And they started a surf resort there um, in the probably end of the 80s. And it's grown to be pretty much the gold standard in surf resorts, I think, around the world. You know, they basically set the bar at the top level in terms of you know, the way you're taken care of and taken out to the surf and fed and all that stuff. So we went for the first time in 2016 with our family. And uh, I, I wrote an article for The Inertia, which is an online surf magazine. I'll link that in the description below if you guys want to read it. But we were so taken with this place that we knew we had to go back, right? Yeah, we thought it would be one and done, you know, a bucket list, check it off. But... You know, we've traveled a lot throughout our years, bodyboarding on the world tour and just, you know, traveling. And it's definitely one of the top places for us, isn't it? I mean, we thought we'd never go back. And yeah. every, I think I think about it every day. Like, 
it's one of those places that's so magical, not just for the waves, but you know, the people, this, the food, and we can't wait to go back every year, so. Um, yeah, so Tavarua, uh, basically you stay in these little bungalows, they call them berets in Fijian, and they're beautiful little um, bungalows that have- Like huts, yeah. Yeah, you could call them huts, yeah. but they're, kind of nice they're really yeah. nice they have air conditioning they have little refrigerators nice bathroom well decorated comfortable beds and all of them are literally steps from the from the beach and um in the mornings you you get up and they have like a continental breakfast and then you catch a boat out to the surf there's eight surf spots all in close proximity to tavarua island and um, you boat out to the spot depending on the conditions as far as which spot you go to. And your ability. And your ability yeah. level. Um, and there's several boats throughout the day. You can organize a boat with people to go at whatever time you want, but there are scheduled boats. And um, everyone knows, or at least you're in the surfing world, you've heard of Cloud Break, which is a world-renowned and world-class left-hander that's about a mile away from the island. Directly in front, restaurants, which we'll get to in a minute. Restaurants is a, a machine-like perfection type of wave that's very fickle, very hard to get. In fact, in the six times now that we've been to Tavaru, we've only had it a handful of times. Good. Um, but, Twice. Yeah, but yeah. to get back to what you said, we went in 2016. We were so taken by it. We knew we had to get back. So that's when we organized Tavi Tube Tour. It took us till 2018 before we were actually able to get back there. So we had a gap year, as far as I can tell. I can't see that we went in 2017 looking at my history, but we did organize Tavi Tube Tour. We had Jeff Hubbard as our special guest that year, and we brought a big crew of bodyboarders. And like Vicky said, we kind of took over the island and um, had great surf. We came back the next year, 2019. We brought Mike Stewart. Uh, and we had, again, just one of the most epic cloud break days that I've still ever seen mm -hmm. since then yeah. or before. And that was magical. You can uh, click the links below for um, footage of that year. I, in fact, I'll link all the previous Tavi Tube tours down below in the description here. But um, yeah, and, and then in 2020, we went back, we brought Dave Hubbard. Um, and then the pandemic hit mm -hmm. and we got out of there. Basically, we were the second to last group on the island before Fiji completely closed mm -hmm. down. Yeah, but rewind a little bit. I'm not sure if many people realize, but each week on Tavarua is taken up by what's called group leaders. And Jay and I fortunately have become group leaders for the same week every year. So we are responsible for bringing, you know, groups of people during our week. Um, so that's why we get to go back every year and sh share the place with other amazing people that we bring. So, yeah, so yeah. They, they basically say, well, OK, you can have that same week next year, but you got to book X amount of people to keep getting first choice at that week. So mm -hmm. that's kind of why we want to keep going, <laughs> not just because we love it. We want to share that with fellow surfers and bodyboarders and um and some we have a lot of repeats some people yeah. have been multiple times mm -hmm. one guy's been four times on our tabby tube tour others have been two or you know three times so we love the repeats and, yep. and people find it 
magical, right? Yeah, and I will say also, it's not cheap. It's it's up there as far as costs go. It's all inclusive though, and you know, first class waves obviously, and um, all the meals. But everyone we've brought that's you know paid the top dollar to come and you know spend all that money. I think majority of them say they're not one and done. Like they're yeah. they know it's expensive, but it's worth it. It's it's kind it's weird, but yeah. It's, yeah, you get a lot of that. We got to come back. Yeah, we have to come back here, and that's why we keep going back. Mm -hmm. We felt the same the first time, and the sixth time we went. We have to go back. It's like an addiction, yeah. um, because you're. It's really like fantasy land for ocean lovers. And I'm not just talking about people that ride waves. Anyone who likes tropical weather or beaches, you don't have to even yeah. surf to go there and love the it. The best snorkeling. Yeah, there's yeah. epic snorkeling. They have great fishing. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll take you out on fishing boats. You have kayaks, SUPs. You can paddle around the island. There's a kind of lo of a lagoon around the island. Excursions. It takes 20 minutes, yeah. 30 minutes to paddle around the mm -hmm. island. Um, they'll take you out to a sandbar where there's epic snorkeling in the middle of a big lagoon. There's this bar called Cloud Nine. Floating bar. Floating yeah. bar with pizza and drinks, and they'll take you there. So it's just... Hiking it's, it's on Malolo. One of our yeah. guests who's bodyboarder, he went actually scuba diving on a little excursion with his wife. So mm -hmm. they have all kinds of stuff to do, whether you surf or not surf. So we always encourage people that come on that trip to bring their families um, and, you know, we, we just love really showing new people how incredible this place is. And the is. kids, too. It's great. Yeah. It's great There's, pool for the kids. And other kids yeah. come, so they're entertained by all the other kids. Pickleball and, court, a yeah. basketball court. There's a skate ramp. Mm -hmm. There's a gym. You can work out in the air conditioning, too, by the way, because it's hot down there. The water is in the upper 80s. And it's tropical, you know, 90 degrees and humid every day. So you just want to be in the water all the mm -hmm. time as much as you can. Um, and then there's a bar on the sand called the Kulu Bar, which is amazing. You just hang out every night at happy hour at 5 o'clock. They bring out appetizers, usually little sashimi and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then everybody kind of has some sunset drinks and some sashimi and then they serve three huge buffet meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which is like all you can eat, and you're never hungry. You never get hungry there. So <laughs> yeah. if you don't surf, you better hit that gym if you're going to Tavrua. So we've, we've, I think we've conveyed how epic the place it is, is and how much we vacation. love it. Yeah. And if you guys want to join us, you have to just go to the bottom of our site. There's a link that says Bodyboarding Travel. And again, I'll link that in the description below. But um, we start taking bookings around early part of the summer. So uh, I think it's going to go quickly this year because in the last couple, uh, actually last year and this year, vaccination was required to enter mm -hmm. Fiji. But they removed that restriction on February 15th of this year, actually right before we went. So it's wide open to go to Fiji, no vax required, which is awesome. So Man, you know, 2024 is maybe your shot, but I think it's going to it's going to sell out quickly this time around. Mm -hmm. So, this sounds like an infomercial for Tavarua. <laughs> we are not paid by Tavarua <laughs> or sponsored by them in any way shape or form. We just are so passionate about it. So, let's talk about this year's trip, Vicky. Lead us into the trip. What what was happening 
in the lead up to the trip in terms of the forecast. We are now keep in mind now we do two weeks on Tavarua now. Mm -hmm. We do two weeks you can book one week or the other week or both weeks. We only had one guy that booked both weeks, right? So mm -hmm. we had a week one group and a week two group. And before we left, what was the forecast looking like? Well, it's very hard to predict or forecast Fiji. It's so dynamic. You know, you with your earth science degree, you're like, oh, I don't know. And even when we got to the island talking to Scott Weiner, the photographer, and even the manager, they're like, oh, we don't know. You know, today's saying one thing and tomorrow it's going to be different. So we saw, you know, some cyclones coming and at first we thought week one was going to be great and week two not. And then it kind of swapped. So we were a little nervous going into um, Fiji on that Saturday morning, knowing that we're going to hit some rain and squalls possibly from the cyclone that was coming down the coast. So we were a little concerned, <laughs> say that, but we knew there'd be days where it would be good. So excited too, but... You know what? The weather there, even if it is rainy and squally, it's awesome. Like the clouds and the storms, it's, I don't know. We, I didn't really care. I was like, we're there for two weeks. We're going to score. And I love the weather. And so, yeah, we were excited. I so, think. yeah, two weeks, you're improving your odds yeah. of getting good surf, mm -hmm. obviously. But, you know, we want both weeks of, of guests to have a wonderful experience. Mm -hmm. So, Literally, the day before we were leaving, you leave on a Thursday night and you get there on a Saturday morning because you cross the international date line. You lose a day going over. Literally, the day before we left, the Wednesday, the forecast was looking great for week one. It was looking fantastic. Um, a little bit of wind, but not bad. And then the day we were leaving that Thursday, I logged on to the synoptic charts and I saw two cyclones forming back to back and i was like oh no this is not good and sure enough that came to fruition and so now we had, i just remembered why we didn't go that one year well yeah because that was we had a cyclone no that was 2015 the first year oh, we were supposed to go that's we right. had to cancel okay. that was cyclone pam yeah okay so anyway so two cyclones formed uh, but I'll get to that in a second. So we arrived on the Saturday, and the weather was beautiful. It was sunny. This is February 25th. Sunny and beautiful. We had a light uh, southeast wind, which is a good wind for uh, restaurants, good for cloud break. Um, Nomotu lefts, good wind at those three spots. And so we motor into Tavarua, land on the island, it's sunny, and restaurants looks really fun. So it's fun. like shoulder high and just winding right in front of the resort. Like you can paddle out there. It's about a 10-minute paddle. Only a couple but, guys out. Yeah, but yeah. they'll shuttle you out in boats. So, of mm -hmm. course, there's a couple guys because the previous week's guests had left and we had come in. So the only people out were like the lifeguards that work on the island yeah. and the photographer, Sarah, who was there for the first week. And we're just, some people just dropped everything. Like they didn't even check into the room. They just like unpacked their boards and paddled straight out. And we surfed restaurants for, um, until the tide got really low. Yeah. Which was like early afternoon. Because it's kind of a window. You got to keep an eye on the tide. It gets really shallow at low tide and best for bodyboarding, hollow. Mm. High tide gets a little fatter, so... Yeah, so, you know, most surfers will avoid the low tide because literally there's like almost 
exposed reef in the middle of the wave. So we surfed it till about, I don't know, two or three, and then everyone came in and then we decided to take a boat over to a spot called Swimming Pools, which is a good low tide spot. And we motored over there and had our super fun sort of early evening session. And then everybody kind of settled into the island life from that point. That was Saturday evening, like day one. We already had yeah. two sessions and we'd only been there half a day. And we knew like the next day cloud break was going to be good. So we were up at the crack of dawn day two and motoring out to cloud break on the 6 a.m. boat. So the sun's just coming up. It's a gorgeous day. We get out there. It's like four to six foot faces with some eight foot faces on the sets and we, we just start scoring waves like right off the bat so mm -hmm. we all got good ones mm -hmm. our friend rob from the uk who we'll get to at the end of this um was out there just no that was week two. Oh, sorry rob yeah. came the next week sorry yeah. i'm skipping ahead so mm -hmm. yeah so we scored really fun cloud break the morning of day two which was mm -hmm. sunday and then the weather took a turn, right? I don't think we surfed that afternoon, did we? Uh, I, think the I don't think came we in. did. The yeah. weather came in. We had the wind swung into the northeast. And there's other spots that are good on that wind. Um, and it pretty much blew for a week straight because mm -hmm. of the cyclones forming to the west and northwest of Fiji. Mm -hmm. We had wind associated with that but, and rain squalls. Yeah, but we did surf every day. We, we still surf every day, every day yeah. which is the beauty of that place. There's always some place that's offshore mm -hmm. and pretty much almost any wind, there's an offshore option. The problem is it was blowing really strong. Yeah. So some days it was it was a little tough, but we had some desperation sessions. We had Wilkes. Wilk sessions. The we had Motu Left sessions. And we had sunshine and sometimes rain. It was a mixed bag of weather conditions uh -huh. and we played a lot of pickleball and pool and ping pong and the bar tab was probably pretty solid that week right <laughs> yeah, they it love it the management probably loves it when the waves <laughs> suck because because alcohol is not included drink. in the all-inclusive it's not included yeah. that's not part of the all-inclusive no. yeah so um but everyone kept in great spirits oh, we still yeah. as vicky said loved it. yeah mm -hmm. we still surfed every day we mm -hmm. found an option we actually surfed a couple of novelty waves on the island one of which i had never ridden before um and so yeah you just you know you find a way to get and when the water is 87 degrees it doesn't matter if it's windy or rainy you don't care you're just like i'll jump in i don't mm -hmm. have to put on a wetsuit it's great it's comfortable mm -hmm. so we did a lot of that um you know kind of just finding waves to ride in week one and then we were looking at the forecast for week two. It was looking pretty solid, like well in advance. We kept seeing, like okay, 15 this, foot we saw well, on the surf yeah. line one day. Well, that was because of the hurricane yeah. swell, right? But a lot of that misses Tavarua because of the, of the location of the island. So, And you don't want hurricane swell there anyway. You want longer period stuff. So um, the weather is supposed to keep blowing and blowing all the way until Monday of our second week group. The, the week there goes Saturday to Saturday, by the way. So the, the next crisis was at the end of the week, there was some indication that the second hurricane, the first one was called Judy, the second one was called Kevin, and there was some indication that Kevin could take a, 
a jog to the east and come straight into us. So the manager on at Tavarua was he was watching it with great great interest because he had to get all of the departing guests off the island Saturday and bring a whole bunch of new guests for our week two out to the island yeah. in the midst of gale force winds. Yes. So the winds we were far <laughs> enough away from the storm we didn't have hurricane force. Or tropical storm force winds, but gale force winds are still solid. It's like 30, 35 knot winds. And they take you out in these skiffs that are like 25 feet long. They're very small skiffs. They're sturdy. Um, very like, sturdy, yeah. but you know, they have an outboard motor and it's they're open boats. So it's like yeah. wild times. Yeah, so, so some guests decided to leave Friday just in case Saturday looked well, Saturday looked yeah. like it was gonna be gnarly. To a point where I think Namotu evacuated all their guests. Namotu being another island oh, yeah. adjacent to Tavarua. Yeah. But Dylan, much smaller uh, the manager of Tavarua, decided, you know what, I'm going to keep you guys here. How does your week two look? Do they look like they can handle a rough boat ride to the island? <laughs> We're like, yep, they will charge it. They don't want to stay in Nadi. They'll want to get out to this island. So he made the call. Okay, I'm not sure what tomorrow's going to look like, but let's let's go for it. Yeah. So, so I was up early texting, have you guys landed? You're coming out to the island to some of my friends that were on that week too. And they said they had a crazy boat ride out. Yeah. So <laughs> backing up though, she mentioned some people left oh, yeah. on Friday because they were afraid they'd get stuck in Fiji, right? Because of this storm approaching. Mm. So they left Friday, flew out Friday night a day early. And a couple of people said, we're going to stick it out. We're going to risk it and stay here on Tavarua till Saturday when we're supposed to leave. And if we get stuck here, hey. We're getting stuck no here. No harm, no foul. Yeah. We're stuck on Tavarua. And, but, you know, they, they didn't have to be anywhere for any specific reason. Mm -hmm. And they felt like they could just deal with the air ticket nightmares that they would deal with if they had to change or whatever. But... As things turned out, we woke up Saturday. It was windy. It was very windy mm -hmm. and giant white caps. Rainy, and we were kind of yeah. nervous, but they loaded the remaining guests on the boats, took them Including over. Including my family from Australia. Yes. <laughs> and the, and the, the boat guys that run the boats were like, we got to go now because of the tide and this and that. And they were like, this, we have a small window. And they were watching the radar. So they knew when the rain squalls were coming. So they were trying to time it. So they motor those people over to the shore. It's about a t normally a 20, 25 minute ride. I'm sure it took much longer because those boats were flying up and down <laughs> on waves, water soaking everyone. And so it must have taken longer. They get over there and they load our new guests on the boat. And there are a couple of little kids and it's like Splash Mountain meets Space Mountain. Man, it's just like wild times out there. Water splashing over the bow. Some of our guests said they thought that the boats were going to capsize. Some of the kids were crying. Some were like, that was the best ride I've <laughs> had in a long ride. time. <laughs> E-ticket ride for those old schoolers who remember what that means at Disneyland. So, um, yeah, they had a wild ride. So... We met them on the beach when they arrived in Tavarua, and everybody was just drenched, <laughs> completely soaked to the skin. Like, Some Aah! people were prepared, like they had T-shirts and trunks on, right? They had changed at the airport. But other people had, like, jeans and, like, button-down shirts, and they were just soaked, completely soaked. All which, smiling. But right? they were all smiling. Yeah. I think they were just stoked to finally be on the island. 
and they would just deal with whatever the weather threw at them. And, and they all knew because of the forecast that it was going to get better. It would just have to sit it out for a couple of days through some rough mm -hmm. weather. And by, say, Monday afternoon of their week, it, things are going to take a dramatic turn for the better. And it did. And it did. Yeah. So we did surf the first couple of days. We mm -hmm. surf again a novelty wave and I forget where else. Backyards um, and boatmans. Boatmans and backyards. Mm -hmm. And we got a wild session at um, maybe it was Wilkes. I can't remember. But in yeah. any case, Monday night, things took a turn. So what happened? Monday night. Oh, what, the w weather? Well, yeah, so the oh. weather improved. The uh, wind swung around oh, from the yeah. north that had been blowing for a week straight, swung around to trade winds, which is southeast, east-southeast in Fiji. And we woke up Tuesday morning, and it was pumping, right? So I'm going to fill in here because you have this yeah, look on your like, face like you don't Wednesday? remember. Wasn't it Wednesday? No, so you're, you're forgetting. Okay. So this yeah, is what yeah. happened on... Tuesday. Um, I got up in the morning. We all got up. We will go down to catch the boat. And I knew cloud break was going to be oh, macking because yeah. the, the, the swell size was like, you know, and the interval was such that I was like, cloud break's going to be like double overhead plus. That's right. Crazy, mm -hmm. like big. And my mantra whenever I'm in Tavarua is if restaurants is breaking, you surf restaurants because it's so rare and so fickle. It's a unicorn. It just doesn't come around very much. If restaurants is breaking, you go out at restaurants. You can surf cloud break when the swell drops and, you know, and restaurants goes flat. But until that happens, I'm out at restaurants. So we're all looking at it. And you and Rob Barber, our friend from the UK who runs Bodyboard Holidays, decided we're going to cloud break. We're going to charge it. And I'm like, more power to you, big wave Betty. Okay. <laughs> I'm going out at restaurants. There's no one out. No one. Right? So I jump on their boat to cloud break and I said, drop me off there on the way out. So the guy motors me out. It's like a three minute ride. And I jump off the front of the boat. And the first thing that struck me is there had been heavy rain on the main island the night before, and some of the rivers had busted open and pushed out all this dirty water and debris. So there's logs and sticks, and the water was like brown, murky. It looked like a river, river water. Mm -hmm. Like you couldn't see your hand six inches underwater. And the water temperature had dropped to like 78. Burr. I know you guys are laughing, right? Oh, 78. Oh, that's so cold. <laughs> but normally it's like 86, 87 degrees there. Too so hot. I jumped in the water it's at 5.55 a.m. And I was like, whoa, wow. This Where's is my not four, three? Fiji that I know. <laughs> that no, Jay. No. But here I am at restaurants <laughs> by myself. Now, mind you, the tide is very high and the current kind of rips through there at high tide. But I had it to myself. And I caught a whole bunch of waves. I just had to keep paddling against the current. And then they motored out to cloud break and tell me what you experienced. Yeah, and it was brown and debris and logs and sticks everywhere. And only a few of us jumped in. We're like, we're here. Let's get in and try it out. There was some bombs coming through. And one of the guys, Ryan, no, John, Johnny, he actually caught a wave and 
hit a log and <laughs> had to... A log hit him. A, a log hit him, yeah. So he was kind of like a little bit dazed and got back on the boat. So we all only caught a couple. Actually, I don't think I caught one. I think Rob caught a couple. It's so long ago, I can't remember. But, um, you know, it wasn't that great. So we decided to go back and join Jay. Yeah, so I had it for 45 minutes myself at restaurants. It was about head high and just super fun. And then they motor around the corner. They all jump off. Other people come out from the shoreline because they just woke up and saw me by myself and thought, oh, we're going to go ruin his party. <laughs> and, <we did. laughs> and they did. And the tide was getting lower, so it was getting better, right? Wow. There's a, a sweet spot there. Um, at restaurants, if the swell's really big, you can go high tide and it's just going to be insane. But it was like head high that day on Tuesday. So you need the tide to be a bit lower for it to start barreling. But it is literally a machine wave that just wraps around the reef. Um, so we all surfed it pretty much that whole morning. Um, and again, I think in the afternoon, and then the, that shorter period swell that's good for restaurants started coming up through the day. Mm -hmm. So by the evening, it was really starting to turn on. And the weather was gone. Was yeah. Turning beautiful. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So the next morning we woke up. This is Wednesday now. But the tide was high and the current was yes. raging through restaurants. So our strategy was let's go out to cloud break. Let's get a few for a couple hours, then we're going to come back, eat real quick, and then surf restaurants through the midday. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we did. We went out to Cloud Break, and you guys may have seen on our social media or Vicky's social media the shot of her pulling into a sick barrel with me with my peace signs up, <laughs> um, photobombing her. But she got a bunch of waves like that. That was just, not just that wave. We just don't have photos of every wave because our photographer... He can't be everywhere all at once. So, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we got some was, really good cloud yeah. break. And Rob Barber was just charging like a madman. Yeah. Our friend Aaron um, jumped off the boat within five minutes. He got clipped by a big set and Caught just inside. hammered yeah. before he even <laughs> paddled for a wave. And Rob paddled for one. What happened to him? Yeah, well, the day before, you know, it was bigger. It was like double overhead. It was there was some chocolate bombs coming in. So mm -hmm. Rob got a taste that day, and it was still bombing that one morning. That morning you're talking about, and Rob was just frothing. And you know, when you go surf, you want to catch you know as many waves as you want. But at cloud break, there's some wide ones and there's some inside ones, and it was a little tricky that day that you know Rob would catch like the first wave and maybe kick out or not catch it and then the next ones would get him so <laughs> you know it was a little um, tricky to figure out where to sit so you wouldn't get caught inside and you wouldn't get those wide bombs so yeah it was a little I was a little sketched you know I got a couple of bombs in, in my books but you know it was a little scary <laughs> so the it was. it was a mixed bag of swell we did yeah. have some cyclone swell mixing in with Southern Hemi swell, mm -hmm. longer period stuff, and a little bit of Northwest swell also mixing in. So it was basically kind of like a giant beach break, um, not like typical classic cloud break that kind of wraps down the reef. It's, typical cloud break is still a little unpredictable at times, but this was even more so with that mix of three swells. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like Vicky says, Rob paddled for a bomb, missed it, and the next one just heaved and landed on his head. He was doing 
underwater cartwheels, as he pointed out on that one. Yeah. So he did what's called a tower tour, which is, uh, there used to be a, uh, a judging tower on the reef at the end of the wave at Cloudbreak. It got knocked down by a cyclone a few years ago. Um, but when you get caught inside and have to do a lap way down the reef and out around into the channel, they call that a tower tour. So yeah, and the inside, we all did those. Yeah, and the inside's called shish kebabs because it's shallow and sharp. <laughs> Very sharp. There's so like you kind of have to coral. paddle out like flat, duck dive with your hands on the board because you put your hands around the board, you could scrape the reef. Like it's really yep. shallow. So you kind of need to get out wide from shish kebabs, but then yeah. on the inside it can just nail you. So I think that happened to Rob a couple of times. I don't mean to laugh, Rob, sorry, but him and I yeah. had this little running joke that we called ourselves the poachers. So we would wait sometimes for people to miss the wave and we'd poach it. And at every spot that whole week we were the poachers. So I'd look at him, he'd look at me and I'd be like, I'm poaching this one. And he's like, no, I'm poaching this one. <laughs> so it was funny. So he poached a lot yes. that day. So, um, yeah, so after that session, that we were kind of on a buzz. Everybody got some good barrels. Um, you know, we, we took a few on the head, uh, some more than others. Um, and then we motored in, and by now, restaurants are starting to really cook. So we went in, we ate breakfast really fast, and we were going to, like, wait until the low tide passed and then go out in the afternoon, and our friend Scott who's the guru, he's been going to Tavarua for more than a quarter of a century. He's always said, when it's good, you go. And he says, low yeah. tide's the best time on a bodyboard because, you know, you don't have that risk of falling off a surfboard and headbutting a coral head as bad. So we said, let's do it. So we paddled out. It's like midday sun. It's absolutely cooking in Fiji in the mm -hmm. middle of the day. But you, myself, and Rob and... Uh, one of the local surfers, Issei, uh, were out there, maybe one or two others, and we absolutely scored through the magical. low tide. Yeah. It was like, you know, it was just like we all got one wave in each set and just, you know, bounced over coral heads that were literally just below the surface. <laughs> and at one point, I had a wave, I rode it to the end where it gets super shallow. And then I ducked through the back because it was closing out at the very, very end of the wave after like a hundred yard long ride. And the next one starts drawing water off the reef and I'm paddling, paddling, and it drew, drew so, much, so much water off the reef. I literally dry docked on top of a coral head laying on my <laughs> bodyboard. I couldn't paddle. I couldn't move because I'm out of the water and the wave just knocks me over and rolls me over the coral. Luckily... No cuts from that. My swim fins saved my feet on that mm -hmm. one. Um, but uh, you had an incident actually that the very first day we were there where you actually did a back flop onto the reef and cut your back too. This yeah. is backing up to the very beginning of the trip. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, it's the kind of wave where you can pull in and you just get barreled and then you're still getting barreled and then you're like oh my gosh I'm still getting barreled and it just goes and goes and you're still getting barreled and then you come to the inside and you can you look down and you can kind of see the reef and sometimes at the end you're like should I keep going because it's going to get more shallow should I kick out now and so you got to make that call 
Um, and it wasn't too big. It was playful, but there was some, yeah. it was just sketchy a little at times with yeah, the reef. You're not like busting maneuvers no. off the lip. Although Rob, I saw him he was doing try to bust and... a roll through the lip on a closeout. And I was yeah. like, you're a nut, dude. Yeah. It's like six inches deep yeah. right there. <laughs> he's, yes. <laughs> he's, he's a nutcase, man. Yeah. So if you can't, can't cook out, <laughs> kick out through the back. And you just pull in. I actually got picked up and slammed like that and bruised my tailbone. It wasn't too bad. I got a little cut, but you just got to pretend the reef's not there. <laughs> One of the surfing kids in our group sliced oh, yeah. his foot up Poor pretty Chase. good. No yeah. stitches, but just lost a lot of skin. That's, we call that a Tavarua yeah. tattoo. But he surfed. He kept surfing. Yeah, he kept and that surfing. was like his first session out there. And he mm -hmm. just kept surfing the rest of the week. Also, a couple guys, one guy out there had his leash wrap around the reef when he ate yeah. it which is gnarly. That's how shallow it is. So mm -hmm. restaurants is, yeah, it's at low tide. It, it is perilous. Trust me. Um, you don't want to fall. But perfect. So yeah, you can almost wave. guarantee to pull in and come out, you know? Yeah. So um, you got to just control your, be able to control mm -hmm. your speed because there's faster and slower parts of the wave and you got to kind of read it and stall and accelerate and stall. So those skills really come in handy when you're at restaurants. Yeah. Um, so that was Wednesday, magic day. We had two days basically in a row at restaurants and we had some good cloud break. And then um, once Thursday arrived, uh, the swell started dropping. So we mm -hmm. went to a spot across the channel called Namotu Lefts and we had an absolutely glorious uh, session. Like, yeah. We have a mixed bag of ability levels. We have surfers, longboarders, beginners, bodyboarders. We have everything on our trip, and everyone found a fun wave over mm -hmm. there. That was amazing. It's like a softer wave when it's smaller, and it was about head high. Um, and super chic glass long, in the middle of the day. Long rides. Long peeling mm -hmm. waves. Like early that morning, I think we had ridden uh, cloud break, but that midday session we went to... Um, went to Namoti Lefts and just surf for like, I don't know, two and a half or three hours in pristine conditions. Just because we couldn't surf longer. We all wanted yeah. to stay out, but our hooked. eyes are fried and we've caught so many waves and we're kind of hungry, and but the waves are still firing. And yeah. so <laughs> we were like, okay. And everyone, even the beginners got good yeah. ones. So it's that kind of wave that's mm -hmm. really user friendly. Uh, and so much so that we went actually back again on Friday. It was about half the size, but still sheet glass and gorgeous out there. Mm -hmm. Some people just jumped off the boat and snorkeled. I actually surfed for about an hour and then went snorkeling for about a half an hour. It's friggin' amazing. It's, yeah. You just want to be in the water there. But, yeah, it is brutally hot and, and blazingly mm -hmm. bright in and the middle of the I day I don't there. think we have much footage of that. I took out the GoPro, so I'll try and put some GoPro footage in here to show you that fun wave. But, yeah. So, and we well, could even show the restaurant. Well, we are going to be doing a vlog and are mm -hmm. keeping it real oh, yeah. um, vlog. So you'll see the footage then. So yeah. if we don't get it in the Real Deal show, because this is an audio podcast right. as well, you won't okay. be able to see that. So we'll save that for the Keeping It Real vlog. So um, be sure. I'll, I'll actually drop a link to that when we eventually get, get it edited and uploaded. Mm -hmm. It may be a while because mm -hmm. there's so many clips. Um, but yeah, so uh, that we finished off the week at, with a decreasing swell. We actually 
the final morning, Saturday morning, was our last day. Only like four of us went out on the boat. You didn't go. I went with uh, three other people. We turned around and came back. It was tiny. Mm -hmm. It was like cloud break was like need a waist high, if you can believe that. (laughs) So, um, and so we, you know, we just, I actually went out at restaurants Mm -hmm. right before we were getting picked up to leave the island. There was like a little knee high, barely breaking wave. I took a, like a longboard out and caught three waves out there. So I got the last waves of the trip, <laughs> which is awesome, you know, to way to finish out the Jay's trip. Jay's like was, a grom. He has yeah, to get wet. I love it, man. And it was a gorgeous final day. It, it was. was like glassy and sunny and hot and beautiful. So, um, yeah, so uh, it was a magical trip. Again, we just, as I said, we love it. And in fact... Uh, before we got on the plane, we, we stayed at this little sort of hotel called the Toka Toka. We, everybody kind of hangs out for the afternoon cause the flight's late at night and you don't want to just sit in the airport for 12 hours. So we sit around the pool at this little hotel and have some food. And we got together with Rob Barber, our bodyboard holidays buddy, who we uh, collaborate with on a lot of stuff. And we wanted to sit down and talk with him about bucket list surf trips. Anything else you want to add before I segue into that segment? Uh, I don't think so. I think we've covered it. Yeah. So again, you know, if you're interested, click the bodyboarding travel link that I'll put in the description. Uh, and again, around the early part of summer, we'll start uh, taking bookings, bookings for Tavarua again. But anyway, we did sit down with Rob. We talked about his experience at Tavi Tube Tour and other bucket list surf trip opportunities. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap this conversation up and what I'll do is just butt that conversation right up against this one um, with uh, a real deal show uh, that's starring Rob Barber. That's kind of a short one, but um, check that one out next. And uh, folks, thanks for listening. We've been talking for 41 minutes. Vicki, did you realize that? No. Geez, you can talk a lot. (laughs) That's why I have a podcast, because I like to talk. <laughs> I like the sound of my own voice, Vicky. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm I like kidding. the sound of it, too. Yeah. When you BS. sing. Oh, when I sing. Okay. <laughs> oh, 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 That's for another podcast. So, folks, that'll do it for this episode of The Real Deal Show. Thank you for watching. On behalf of my lovely wife, Vicky. I want to thank you. Uh, check it out uh, on all your audio podcasts. Well, I guess you're already listening to it. You don't need to know that. <laughs> Um, on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you don't mind. You're going to see all that content that we're putting out these days from how-to videos to our real keeping it real vlog of all our travels um, to product reviews and, of course, the Real Deal Show. And um, put some comments down below. Tell us what you think. If you have anything to say, questions for us. Feel free to put that in there and we'll be glad to answer that. So that'll do it for this episode of The Real Deal Show. As always, folks, we'll see See you in the surf. surf.